5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Philip, he's trying well, to get credit. This was, uh, this was all PJ's call. Ah, uh, you always, always say you're too honest, Philip. You tell, you always tell the magic of, of radio. I like magic to give credit where credits due, and the credit should go to you on this. Uh, there you go. You doing okay? I, would, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. You all right? You good? That was pretty good, other than that uh, heartbreaking loss last night. Well, I don't know how heartbreaking That's it true. was. It's heartbreaking to get our butts kicked that bad. Yeah. Philip, in case uh, you haven't been following things, is a uh, is a Boston Bruins fan, right? Yep. Celtics fan too. Are you and uh, CJ the Pirate? Uh, you're both Celtics fans, right? Yes, we are. We're pumped for okay. seven o'clock tonight. Got to get back in in the wind column. And then you're a Red Sox fan, which I mean that, that surprised me, but. The whole Boston thing does, but you have relatives from up there or something, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, look, I said it yesterday on the show. I'll say it uh, again here right now. I think Kane's in six, but maybe Kane's in five. Uh, I do. I, I kind of thought, I don't know. I thought Boston would uh, would take one of these two, and they could very well take one tomorrow night. Uh, but, you know, just Boston's always been a tough out, but this is a little different Boston team. This is not quite uh the gritty kind of Boston teams that have given Carolina uh, trouble the last uh, few postseason matchups. Is that an accurate statement? Oh, no, my I, part? I, no, I definitely agree. I was talking about this with some of my friends who are Canes fans going into this series. It's like Boston has always been the more physical team than Carolina, and Carolina hasn't been able to respond. Well, now Boston's kind of a finesse team, same as the Carolina Hurricanes. The difference is the Canes are a little better finesse team than Boston and are a little more experienced at playing the finesse style of hockey, whereas you know Boston's used to playing the physical side, but they don't have that physicality anymore. And I think Carolina was actually the more physical team last night. See, a good producer, Philip, would have had the uh, the hockey uh, horn, which we may have somewhere in the library there. But an even better host would have had it as well if he had not spent two and a half hours on the uh, on the phone today trying to get his printer to work in his new office. That's what I spent most of my day doing. Did you at least get it done? Well, here's the thing. We got it done, and then the guy had me reboot everything, and then it wouldn't work. Stupid technology, man. So I, I said, I need you to get it back to where it was. 
I will not turn off anything if you'll just get it back to where I can scan. I just can't print. And scanning is a little more important right now than printing. Although the printing is very... The guy on Sunday when I was uh, trying to get everything hooked up and be ready for the week on the printer side told me, well, your printer is not compatible because it's one of those printers that, you know, it's a combo deal, right? But it's yeah, also one of those... Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, pardon me, Mr. Technology. And I... <laughs> Hey, I didn't know. Sound I was like smart. an old man. No, no, you made I, wasn't, me sound like I wasn't an... trying to do it that way. I was just saying I you think they. It's almost like sound a, like the all the DVD like players the old, now Blu-ray. That, you made me sound like the old guy. Yeah, you made me sound like the old guy there. None of the cars have CD players anymore. Anyway, um, so the guy told me you're you're, which it's perfectly fine. It's working perfectly fine. Uh, as of uh, last Wednesday, when I when I last used it before packing it up for the move, uh, or, or last Tuesday, because we moved Wednesday. I can't, I'm, I'm a day off and everything this week. And uh, it was working fine. But we've, but it, it, now I'm told it does not, uh, does not get, it will not pick up 5G wireless now, is what I was told. And I don't know what that has to do with me or, or what I'm doing. Everything else is working fine. I don't understand why your printer needs to have internet. So, well, I, I, it's a wireless deal. That's what I was getting at. It's one of those, you know, kind of wireless. Gotcha. Like they, I, I know, like they all are. So I, I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And the guy says to me, from a different country, of course. We're a big tent, though. We, you know, we basically, he's, he says, well, you can buy one. I said, okay. <laughs> I, I, I could upgrade. That's what it, you could upgrade. And I said, well, what does this? What does that mean? I could upgrade. Uh, that I could uh, pay them ungodly amounts of money for an upgrade. Exactly. I said, well, is, there, I said is there another way? <laughs> because I just I don't want to pay out a bunch of money. And uh, you know he he told me what the low end of that payout would be, and it was still pretty high. Uh, I said, so, you know, I, I think if I get a, a cable, because I, I had a cable at one time that would go from the computer to the printer, and, and I could print out fine if I ever had an issue with the wireless. Well, uh, my wife ordered a cable. It came yesterday. Was uh, here waiting on me when I got home from the show. Plugged it in this morning. I can scan, but I can't print, even though I'm hardwired in. And the guy had it fixed and then made me reboot everything. And we were done in 40 minutes during lunch. And I thought, okay, I got my whole afternoon ahead of me. So that's why I don't have the hockey, the hockey sound. Right, Philip? That's why, that's why I'm lacking the hockey uh, horn at this That's point. right. I, I don't know why I don't have it then. I don't have as good of an excuse as you do. I do have uh, on Ben's little button bar up here, we do have the Kane's goal thing. But uh, That's it. That's it. That's oh, it. That Play one. that. Okay. Yeah, right, hit that. Hit go. that. Let's go. If I can get my cursor right. Yeah, get your cursor. Yeah, there we go. Talking hockey. I'm on, by the way, I'm on the bandwagon. When they're good and we get to the playoffs, I'm on the bandwagon. I don't know about all that. All right, so I'm on the bandwagon as far as that goes. As soon as they lose a the game, I'm off the bandwagon. So if they if, if your boys win tomorrow night, I'm off the bandwagon because that. All right. Well, hopefully tomorrow it'll be uh, you know goodbye and good riddance to you, Patrick. Mike Maniscalco will be on with us uh, in a little bit. Mike's been on the show uh, usually, and we talk some Hurricanes hockey with him. By the way, do you want to hear a little bit of what Rod Brindamore had to say? 
I, I, I'm sure you do. Let's uh, let's get Rod Brindamore's assessment of the uh, Canes win last night. Uh, cut one on the vast soundbite roster. That was a good game. I mean, they, you know, it's it kind of what we expected would happen. It was two teams, pretty pretty evenly evenly matched game, really. I mean, uh, they were good at the start. We weren't as good. <laughs> you know, Rance played really well. The, Made some big saves, and then we kind of we got our game going a little bit in the second, and then obviously we came out in the third not so well, um, but we got a huge goal there. Uh, Terravine goal was really big. I don't think we had a, much action going on, and they were kind of coming, and you know that settled it down a little bit for the rest of the game. So that uh, was uh, Rod Brindamore. I watched the first period, and I got to the point where the Canes scored those two goals in about a minute, and then I, I knew it was over at that point. And went to bed. You got a lot of confidence. You are a bandwagon fan. It's like, oh, two, oh. two goals. And there was only 30 minutes left in the hockey game. Two goals I and you're am, ready to go to bed. I am. Well, I was tired, wanted to. I am a bandwagon fan when it comes to that. I, I will admit this. I don't mind rooting for the team, but I am firmly on the bandwagon when it comes to the uh, to the sport of ice hockey, as they say, back home. I am, uh, I am, I am indeed in that mode. Um, and then uh, let's do cuts. Well, he talked about starting slow, did Brenda Moore. I want to play that really quick. Cut five here. Well, I think, you know, taking an early penalty didn't help, right? That kind of put, put us on our heels a little bit, and thankfully we killed it. But I thought, you know, as the game progressed, probably midway through that period, we kind of got going a little bit, created some chances. And then, like I said, the second period was, was pretty solid. And um, obviously we got a couple goals, and that kind of, you know, Allows you to take a little breather, you know you're not supposed to. That's what happened, but it, it you know, allowed us to get ahead. And obviously, they have to chase the game. That's what led to the third goal. I mean, they're being a little more aggressive than they probably would normally be, and you know, we were able to take advantage of it. And this is your uh, point that both teams had opportunities. Uh, you know, Boston, obviously, when it was two nothing. I mean, there's still plenty of hockey to be played. But uh, Brenda Moore on that cut six. Well, you, you have to be able to take advantage of your opportunities because sometimes they don't, you know, playoffs, they, you don't know when they're going to come. So we had a couple opportunities and we were able to cash in. Uh, that's, that's huge. Um, but you, you got to you gotta play the game in their end. They were, it, it was pretty clear. When they had it in our end, they had their opportunities. When we got in their end, we had an opportunities. Now it's figuring out how to do that more. So there you go. There it is, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the American, uh, by the way, man, again, Mike Maniscalco will be on with us uh, in the uh, second half hour. He'll join us live. We'll talk some hockey with him. Mike's a great guy. Uh, so I uh, love that. And look, I, Philip, I am a fan of playoff hockey. I used to be, you know, I, I was a fanatical NBA fan as a teenager. Loved the NBA. That was, that was you know, 90s, early uh, aughts NBA, right? Yeah, I mean that was definitely the uh, the prime. I would say the NBA. Oh yeah, those were the those were the golden days. Those were the salad days of the NBA for sure. And uh, the NBA uh, kind of lost me, uh, you know, early to mid two thousands. But I, I would always come back for the playoffs, right? Because let's face it, there was starting to be a premium put on the playoffs. Yeah, after about the first round, that's the only yeah. problem with the NBA. It is so predictable in the first round. Well, when they went to seven games in the first round, I kind of was like, all right, come on. Really? Because the exciting thing about those five-game series is anything could happen. Now, it usually didn't, but their, their games were a little more. To me, it seems like now, 
really teams just work their way into the playoffs, especially the good ones, right? Yeah, no, I agree. There's no urgency if you lose, uh, if you drop your first game in a seven-game first-round series. Not like there used to be when they played five-game series in the first round. Yeah, so t- um, tell the Canes fans that they were really pumped last night after just one win. Well, you know, Boston's been a nemesis, Philip. I know, but I'm um, going to continue to be. Well, I, I, I again, I think it's going six games, but um. I will note this, your Carolina Hurricanes have uh, outscored the Bruins this season in the regular season, which means nothing right now, and in the postseason, one game in, 22-2. to two. So Just keep that in mind, Philip. Yeah, but, thanks um, for a reminder there. But I used to be a fanatical NBA fan. And then I got to the point where, okay, well, the playoffs are fun, and then they went seven games in the first round, and that just stunk. And then, okay, I can get, I can get down to the conference semifinals because then you've got good teams that have kind of played their way. And now eventually, or then it became, all right, well, this even stinks. This is not that interesting. Let's go to, I'll just, I'll start paying attention at the conference finals. Because that's really, everybody's playing hard. It's big boy basketball. And I just have been so uninterested in the NBA that it just got down to the finals. And even some years, I don't care about that. But I'll say this, playoff hockey is always exciting. Always exciting playoff hockey is. No matter how you slice it. You got to think Hockey has had the most amount of reverse sweeps where a team's been up 3 0 and oh, yeah. yeah. Hockey also, you have more eights beating ones than you do in basketball, where it's totally unheard of. And you have more teams that don't even have home ice advantage going on to win the cup than any other sport. So, you know, that's, uh, or home ice advantage, I should say, in the first round, you know, teams that are five to eight in the seating. So it definitely is the by far the most professional sports wise uh, exciting playoffs. Probably second and- behind the NCAA tournament. And here's the other thing I'll say. Uh, with baseball, I mean, you know, certainly I like playoff baseball. If you don't like playoff baseball, what ails you, right? It's un-American to not like playoff baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the two sports that uh, their ratings, oddly enough, are about the same nationally for national, you know, weekday games. Baseball does really well on the weekends nationally. I was reading some stuff on that today. Uh, the regional networks continue to do really, really well for baseball. Those are where the ratings and the money are in baseball right now. Nationally, they're not even drawing. If they have a weeknight game like that, TBS game's not even getting a million views a week. Now, it's also in its infancy, you know, the, the weeknight TBS game, I think on Tuesdays. Yeah. I mean, ESPN basically has gone away from uh, weeknight baseball broadcasts. I mean, I can't blame them because the bottom line is if there's a game on ESPN on, say, Wednesday night, but my team is also playing, I'm going to watch my team over two well, teams that I don't really it, care about, even if they're good. Here's the other thing. If your team is playing in that Wednesday night game, but you have access to your, your hometown broadcast, you're going to watch your hometown broadcast. Oh, yeah. I always take there's, the Nesson announcers yeah. over anybody else if I yeah, have the there, opportunity. There's no blackout. So, Same thing with hockey. But uh, anyway, we've wasted enough time talking that uh, here in the opening uh, segment. Not where I wanted to go off the bat necessarily, but it's a free-flowing edition here on this Tuesday. All right, we'll uh, grab a break. Uh, When we return, uh, I meant also today, Philip, to get you to pick up a prize pack. We'll just do the prize pack tomorrow. Uh, Our friends at Chico's are going to become part of that. We'll get you some baseball tickets for some of the final ECU home games and some Chico's. So... That'll be a tomorrow thing. Uh, The American. 
is on the poise of negotiating a settlement with the three teams that are leaving for the Big 12. We'll give you those details and discuss it a little further when we return on the Tuesday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Patrick Johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey gang, it's Patrick Johnson. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest precision medicine using natural biologics. Growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've rather seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765-PAIN. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake. It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good. I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray fights bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 sanitizing spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. Microband 24. Don't just sanitize it. Microband it. Now spraying in a store near you. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. That's 800-289-0413. Just follow me here. We're doing it for the gram. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. All right, we've got... uh, Mike Maniscalco coming up, 535 uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. 
As uh, P-Man's back with you here, we've got uh, Philip the Ref Pilkey to producing today. Concert on the Common, a uh, big success last Thursday as uh, we had the inaugural uh, uh, concert of this 2022 season at the Town Common. Jim Quick and the Coastline Band. Uh, but things really start to heat up here as uh, coming up uh, on May 12th, uh, a little over a week from now, on Thursday, May 12th, Chicago Rewired, which is a Chicago tribute band. Uh, how about, uh, Philip, for a little later in the show, uh, a little Chicago, uh, perhaps uh, feeling stronger every day is a good one. Will do. I'll get behind yeah. it. little Chicago, maybe going out today on the show. How about that? Because we got to have Rocky like a hurricane for uh, Maniscalco, right? Yeah, I and, guess so. Yeah, so yeah, I, I know. Bruised uh, Bruins fan. I, I tell, I'll say this: Philip is uh, he's he's invested in his teams. Um, anyway, uh, the city of Greenville, the Junior League, they serve up all the adult beverages. There's food trucks, there's tents, there's stuff for the kids. Uh, and of course, it is uh, brought to you by uh, the Ritchie Law Firm, SCA Collections, Greenville Utilities, the great folks at Victra. Biden Health, the Air Doctor, Town Bank, the Pitt Greenville Airport, East Carolina Eagle Distributing, uh, my buddy TJ from Sawyer's Fun Park, TJ Sawyer, State Farm Insurance as well, uh, and Greenville Toyota and Suddenlink, uh, which I believe is about to become Optima. So they bring you the concert on the common. I, I bring that up uh, so you can obviously make plans to be with us coming up a week from Thursday. And uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. It'd be great to have a, a huge crowd, and I think we will. Um, but um, Trent McGee, uh, our great friend, McGee on sports, now the uh, Pitt Greenville Chamber president, uh, his wife, uh, uh, right before noon today, posted an update. Of course, Trent and his colleagues at the Pitt Greenville Chamber were involved in that horrible accident not quite a week ago, uh, that horrible automobile accident. Uh, and uh, Trent and uh, Aileen uh, Peacock, according to Trent's wife, Lauren, are both doing well. Uh, Aileen is eating food now. This is what she puts in the update from today. And looks like she will be discharged from the hospital, hopefully by the end of the week. Uh, she, uh, she has some uh, recovery still ahead of her. Uh, Kimber Stone, who um, perhaps was uh, one of the uh, more severely injured in this accident, uh, was fitted for uh, some treatment, a, a brace for some fractured uh, vertebrae there. So that means no surgery for now, which is good. And she's apparently dealing with her pain uh, a lot better. Uh, will continue to be in the hospital for a while, it seems. And then uh, the driver, Lauren, uh, was behind the wheel. And again, this wasn't her fault. This was somebody who smashed into them. But uh, Lauren Phillips, and, and a lot of us know Lauren's dad. But anyway, Lauren Phillips um, is okay and uh, got, got taken a look at a follow-up to her ankle. But she's, she's getting better every day. Uh, Trent is uh, out of the hospital, and Trent is convalescing right now and uh, doing well. I'm going to get up with Trent tonight or tomorrow here and kind of check in on him uh but uh trent is out and trent's doing okay and uh he's he's had a little surgery and he's ready to go so i think he'll be uh 
he'll be back. Uh, it's a process. It'll be several uh, weeks, if not a few months, but Trent will be uh, good to go here uh, soon enough, it looks like. So that's a great blessing. Uh, we bring this up because the concert on the Common next week, there's going to be a uh, an effort because uh, those are free concerts. That's the thing I've, I failed to mention. The concerts are free to everybody in the in, in the sound of our voice, uh, and they're for the community, of course. But um, we're we're going to have some kind of uh, fundraising initiative, a pass the hat, if you will, for uh, for Trent and and all of his colleagues at the Chamber of Commerce. So, uh, you know, that's that's one of those things because uh, a lot of people have. Have written me. I know they've contacted the station and contacted Henry. What what can they do? Our great friend Sean Sean McGlawhorn uh, has uh, come by and, and uh, made a commitment. I understand uh, to go to to the families, um, and he's just a great guy. So uh, we'll we'll keep uh, we'll keep you up to date on what exactly that'll look like. But I think there will be some kind of formal opportunity for some donations to be taken up a week from Thursday. For the concert on the common uh, with uh, Chicago Rewired. All right. Uh, three American Athletic Conference universities are planning to negotiate a settlement to join the Big 12 Conference next year. The Action Network reporting that Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF intend to make a deal in the 17 to $20 million range that would allow the three schools to leave the AAC early and join the Big 12 July 1st of 2023. So that would mean that next academic year, the upcoming academic year, will be the final year for those in the conference. The AAC requires departing schools to provide a 27-month notice and fork over $10 million in exit and an exit fee without a settlement, meaning the teams would not be able to exit until July 1st, 2024. But again, part of this negotiated departure, which could double that exit fee, gets them out a year early. And that's a boon for the American, let's be quite honest. And I understand some of that money may even be used to, to kind of help um, not necessarily replace the fees to join the league for the six new members that are joining, but, you know, maybe if if they need to do that over a period of time to help with the financial burden. And, and look, a lot of these institutions coming in, and they know this, uh, have to make some upgrades to their athletic facilities. And so uh, this money will, will allow a little bit of a cushion and some time to do that and maybe, as I understand it, you know, not take years to collect uh, the entry fee, membership fee from these new institutions, but, you know, will will allow for a little easier transition, let's just say. Uh, BYU will officially join the Big 12 next season, a settlement between the three schools and the AAC is reportedly expected to happen sometime this month. Again, this is what the Action Network is saying. Uh, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF to the Big 12 will give that conference 14 members as Oklahoma and Texas are not leaving the SEC or not leaving for the SEC until 2025. The deal would also lead to six Conference USA schools joining the AAC to replace the losses, including... Charlotte FAU, te uh, North Texas, Rice UAB, and UTSA. Uh, they would be able to join July 1st, 2023. Conference USA, as we all know, is losing Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern Miss, the Sun Belt this season. Uh, following suit with the Division II school, James Madison. I don't think that, that whoever wrote this article is not right. I guess they meant one uh, 
or an FCS school in football in James Madison, not D2. Uh, to replenish Conference USA is planning to add Liberty, Jacksonville State, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston State to its fold in 2023. So that's the latest on uh, on musical chairs there. But the big story there is uh, kind of some rumblings that I'd heard a few months back that it was going to be a pretty high exit fee, and that's going to be anywhere from 17 to $20 million. Obviously, the schools would rather it be on the 17 end. The conference is probably seeking that $20 million Uh exit fee so they can leave a year uh, early uh good news there and we'll learn more about it as we go along um and and figure that out uh real quick philip any before you give the update here uh we talked a little ad nauseum yesterday about the uh, panthers draft how'd you feel about it well i've been saying the whole time i wanted matt corral so the fact they got him in the third oh round, really i loved it yeah not my favorite tackle out of the group just because there's little rumors that Iggy's not a phenomenal pass blocker, and obviously Carolina has a really good right tackle. So I would have preferred Neal out of Alabama, but at the end of the day, uh, getting a tackle in the first round and getting Matt Corral, yeah, I was pumped. Okay. I just I, – I'm the Corral thing, I, again, I, I and I've, I got some blowback yesterday, especially when I compared him to Will Greer. <laughs> Oof, but that's tough. I, I, had well, some, I saw somebody else on Twitter doing that. They said yeah. they just drafted Will Gird 2.0. Well, and, I, and I, I said that, you know, that could be the case. I don't mind the Matt Corral pick. I just mind how it went down. I don't like the idea of spending that draft capital next year if you're Carolina. So maybe they'll – but I, I tell you what, Scott Fitterer likes to wheel and deal, it seems like, in draft picks, doesn't he? That seems like something he just – he likes to do, let's just say. Yeah, spent right? a whole year trading back last year. Now this year traded up, what, two or twice, I think. Yeah. At least two. Mm-hmm. Might have been three. All right. Um, we're going to talk to uh, Mike Maniscalco coming up here in a little bit. Right now, the ref, Philip Pilkington, has a 94-3 the game sports flash update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94-3 The Game Sports update. Starting with the NFL, the Saints have signed safety Tyron Matthew to a three-year, $33 million deal. Also more NFC South news as the Atlanta Falcons have reached a three-year extension with defensive tackle Grady Jarrett. This will be worth $51 million. And the parents, ha- the Panthers, I'm sorry, have signed their sixth-round draft pick Amari Barno, making him the first drafted player of the entire draft class to be officially signed with their new NFL team. To the NBA, both two seeds are in action tonight as they try and bounce back from dropping game one at home. The Celtics are four-and-a-half-point favorites as they host the Milwaukee Bucks and the Grizzlies are one and a half point underdogs at home against the three-seeded Golden State Warriors. To the NHL, the Washington Capitals will get their captain Alexander Ovechkin back tonight as they start the playoffs by playing the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers in game one. The 36-year-old missed the last three games of the regular season with an upper body injury. The Avalanche will also get their captain back tonight as Gabriel Landeskog will return. He had knee surgery back in mid-March they will open up their playoff series against Nashville tonight at home. And the Flyers have announced they will not bring back interim coach Mike Yeo as the team only scored or only gained 41 points in his 60 games with the team this year. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports update. When we return, we will hear all about the Carolina Hurricanes win over the Boston Bruins last night. 
videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Time for a weather update, and yup, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold, so wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. Welcome to U.S. Cellular. Yeah, hi, I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage holding 5G unlimited data using phone in here. For free. Sure, your choice. Really? Yep. At U.S. Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter.
All right, Hurricanes uh, with a 1-0 lead in their opening round series with the Bruins. A man who, uh, when this station was launched as a uh, sports frequency, was heard in the mornings. A little blast from the past, right, Mike? Mike Maniscalco joins us here. The big hen. Henry wanted me to tell you hello, by the way. Oh, tell Henry I say hello. It's been far too long. Well, it's been too long since we've had you on this show here. It's like that annual visit we have. <laughs> I'm glad it takes the Hurricanes making the playoffs for you to book me, Patrick. I appreciate that. Well, you're a busy guy, and I always feel I – always, look, I appreciate you doing this. I, I know I said it in the text, but I can't thank you enough because I know it's a hectic and busy time. And you know how I, I feel about you. I think you're, you're the absolute – uh, best announcer I, I, for hockey. I mean, you're fabulous. I, I really like it when you're on the radio uh, in the playoffs at a certain round. I think you're great. Uh, but I also, uh, you do a great job all the way around. But you're you're a priceless guy in my mind. You're one of the nicest people in a business that's full of not-so-nice people. So that's why I always like talking to you. I really mean uh, We just haven't hung out enough, Patrick, but I appreciate it, and I'll take the compliment. <laughs> well, uh, so... You know, look, not the biggest hockey guy, but I'm on the bandwagon firmly in the playoffs, as you know. And uh, until until something goes wrong, then I hop off. But uh, I, so I watched last. I watched the first period last night. I had to turn in because I'm doing the split shift morning radio and afternoon radio now. So I, I, I turned in after the two goals in that kind of bang bang minute time, and because I, I said that's it, it's over with. Listen to this building, it's done. Uh, so let's just start with that. There, I, I thought that. Uh, you know, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I really did think with the way that those goals came as quickly as they came for the Canes and with the energy in the building at that point, it seemed like there was a lot of nervous, pent-up energy that was released. In my mind, it was fait accompli. I know Boston made a run in the third and all that, but still, I, I just thought that was that was the big momentum shift in the game last night. What did you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it, it became a huge momentum shift after the first period because of how good Auntie Ronta was in the net, closing the door on Boston. And that was one of those games, Patrick, when you're watching it, you're like Ronta's been so good, you don't want the Bruins to score a cheap one and take momentum away from the Hurricanes. You want the Canes. I had that feeling whoever got the first goal, it was going to kind of break down the door against the other goaltender. And when Jarvis gets the deflection on the Slavin shot, that opens up the door. Nino Niederreiter about a minute, 10 seconds later, he puts the Canes up 2 nothing. I'm like, that's a lead in 20 minutes that I don't see Carolina giving up to Boston. And mm-hmm. that's not disrespecting the Bruins. They've got players who can score. They made a run. They cut it in half. But when the Canes scored two goals late in the second period, I'm like, that. I think that let be, when you talk about nervous energy, it turned into excitement in the building because you knew that the Canes don't give away a lead like that, especially with the way their goaltender was playing. The great Mike Maniscalco is uh, with us here, voice of uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Niederreiter said he felt like that the team kind of found its rhythm in the second part of the the game. So obviously what you just said and what we just described kind of uh, alludes to that. But, you know, as you watched the thing unfold last night, did you feel like that this looked like the kind of team that had, had played all season, scored the record number of points uh, for the franchise and had won six in a row to end the season? Did it, did it feel like the second part of last night's game was that team? I, I would go even earlier. I, I would go with probably about seven minutes left in the, the first period. They got to their okay. game. And, and, you know, the, the one thing, Patrick, that people have to remember, especially for the playoffs, 
these are the best teams that are left. These teams are here for a reason, and especially in the Eastern Conference this year. I'm, I'm not, and no one is, looking past anyone. Uh, first time ever, everybody who made the playoffs had 100 points or more in the Eastern Conference. That's never happened. But for me, Boston came out with a push. The Canes take a penalty early in the first period. Momentum kind of slid Boston's way. But then the Canes, once they got back into a normal rotation where Rod Brindamore and, and Jeff Daniels, head coach and the coach who runs the forwards, could get mm-hmm. a normal rotation of the forwards out, the Canes got to their game. And if you go back and watch it, for me, it's about seven minutes left in the first period. They get to it. They started to lean on Boston. They started to get more possession time and make life miserable for the Bruins. So, uh, I, I mean, I think they definitely played one of their best second periods of the year. But it, it probably started for me a little bit earlier. Uh, give credit to Boston. They came out. And I thought they played an excellent first period of mm-hmm. playoff hockey. But uh, the Canes, they have gotten really good at enforcing and imposing their will on the opposition. And, and that's what happened as that first period moved on. And I think you could also see Boston getting frustrated. They had a lot of great A chances and couldn't score. And, and you knew that if the Canes could get that first one, it would put Boston on tilt just a little bit. Yeah. Mike Maniscalco, the excellent uh, voice of the Carolina Hurricanes, joining us. Canes up uh, 1-0 in their best of seven opening round series against the uh, Bruins. Not a lot of... Uh, well, I mean, you mentioned it, how, how stacked that the East is uh, this year. I mean, Boston, no slouch. They, they had 107 points themselves this year as the first wild card. So this is a quality and uh, really good uh, hockey team. Uh, do you – but it's a different kind of Boston team than what's eliminated the Canes the last few years. They're, they're not maybe not as physical as some of those other additions of the Bruins? Not as deep, and they don't have the same goaltending. They had Tuka Rask, mm-hmm. who – if you go back to 2020 when the Bruins knocked out the Hurricanes for the second year in a row, it was game three at PNC Arena where the Canes were thinking, if they win this game, you know, things are going to go their way. And Tuka Rask made, and I, I should have looked it up because uh, I've referenced it about 1,800 times today, Patrick, <laughs> but he made about 24 saves in that first period. And it's kind of what Auntie Ronta did to the Bruins last night. Rask did that to the Canes. He's not there anymore. They've got two goaltenders who uh, last night, Linus Allmark makes his playoff debut, and Jeremy Swayman is only coming in mop-up duty. And they don't have a a center who made them dangerous on the power play and deeper when it comes to scoring points, and that's David Krejci. And those are two big omissions from this Bruins lineup that knocked out the Hurricanes those two years. If they have those two guys, uh, I don't know how this series goes. It it might be more of a coin flip, but... They're not yeah. as deep. They, they try to be as physical, and don't, don't kid yourself. Boston is going to try to, to amp up the, the, hard portion, the hard part of uh, the portion of this schedule. But overall, for me, uh, it, it's those two players that are making a huge difference not being there for the Bruins. And speaking of huge, they don't have Zdeno Chara, who, you know, six foot nine, and that's not on skates. And uh, he's not with them anymore, even though he's lost some foot speed. He was with the Islanders this year. So. Yeah. Those are three big pieces from that Bruins team of, of 19 and 20. And, you know, people like to go to the past, but I'm going to go to the recent past. The Hurricanes were mm-hmm. 3-0, and Patrick, against the Bruins in the regular season and outscored them 16-1. to And now in four games, they've outscored the Boston Bruins 21-2. to I'm not good at math, but I know that that means that the Hurricanes <laughs> have been playing very good hockey against the Bruins. Yeah, uh, and, and you're better at math than I am because I said 22-2 to uh, earlier, but you're right, 21-2. to 
uh, has been the uh, four matchups uh, here. Well, you know, uh, we, we, we speak into a mic. We're not expected to. I sent someone <laughs> yeah, some billing today, exactly. Mike. And they, I sent someone some, bill, uh, some billing today for something. I was a little behind since we moved. And they, they actually wrote me back and said, where did you get this number? And it, I'd shorted myself, you know, which was good that they said, where did you get this number? So, again, the, the, the numbers, not so good at that. Not so good at that. But uh, the talking, okay. I just like to uh, think that you're a generous, you're just a generous human being, back. Yes, that's what it is. I said, you know, I feel like I didn't earn it this month. All right, uh, we've got <laughs> Mike Maniscalco with us uh, uh, here. Hey, what, uh, you know, we, we haven't talked to you really. And the Canes have just been fabulous all during the regular season. What has made this team so good and be able to, to maintain that level of, of excellence all season in your mind? Simple answer is their head coach, Rod Brindamore. He, he is so good, so in tune with what this team needs, what buttons to push, when to make this team practice harder, when to lay off the gas and give them days off. And it's because he listens to his training staff. He listens to Bill Berniston, who's the head strength and conditioning coach. He listens to Dougie Bennett, who is the trainer. Uh, he's got an outstanding video coach in Chris Huffline. And then he relies on his two assistant coaches. And then in the locker room, this might be the most competitive group of people I've ever been around in my life. These guys hate losing ping pong, pool, video games against each other. They all have this, and I, I call this this is a good thing, Patrick. They have an inner conceit to win. They do not want to be beaten by anybody. And it's manifested with their head coach. He's put this culture in place, and then it just all trickles down from there. But when yeah. your best players are your hardest workers, like Jordan Stahl, the captain, Sebastian Ajo, their leading point getter, Andrei Svechnikov, who now it's four years in the league, unbelievably, those guys work as hard as everybody. And when they set the tone, everybody else picks up the pace and knows what they have to do to win. And it's also a good combination of, of people. They have good people in that locker room. And that's been the, the whole key when people want to find out you know, what's been the mix to the soda to get them here? That's what does it. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the uh, the rest of the East and maybe some Western matchups. Uh, just, you know, first blush, uh, I'll roll it out here. Who do you like? Uh, obviously, Florida is – the Panthers have been fabulous. Uh, and uh, the Canes have at least home ice for the first two rounds. Florida's got it right now all the way uh, through the uh, to, to the uh, final. Uh, should they get there? Um, but, you know, when you look at uh, the Panthers and then Washington, and obviously Canes fans know the Caps very well, uh, how do you see that uh, shaking out and, and, and maybe how many games? How do you see that series playing out? Uh, the, the Panthers should win it, and they should win it quickly just based on Washington's got a lot, a lot of question marks in goal, Patrick. You know, they've got two young players who they're not sure what they're going to get in Vitek Vanacek and uh, in uh, Ilya Samsonov. So the edge, even though Florida has some question marks with their established mm -hmm. goaltender, Sergei mm -hmm. Bobrovsky, but there's just too much up front for Florida. And Alexander Ovechkin's dealing with an injury. He says he'll play through it. He says he's fine. But the Caps need to be 100% healthy, click on all cylinders. Now, the longer that series go, would go, I would give Washington a chance because of how physical the Caps will be against Florida. But uh, oh. Florida should win that, and I, I hate to do this to our friends uh, up in the D.C. metro area, but it should probably be quickly uh, give the Caps one game, so say Florida in five, uh, just because Florida has so much firepower, they're never out of any game. 
Uh, Matt, uh, we've got uh, Mike Maniscalco with us. All right, real quick, uh, let, let's uh, hit the others here. Toronto, Tampa, who do you like there? Uh, I was shocked that uh, Tampa looked so bad last night en route to being beat 5 nothing by mm-hmm. the Leafs, but you know, you're, you're the king until you're not. And Tampa's the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, and I got a, a game to work with, and I can always rescind this pick. Uh, but I like Tampa <laughs> to win it. It might go, it might go seven, but I like Tampa to win it because they'll they'll find a way to get to the hard version of playoff hockey and make life hard on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So give me Tampa in seven. Okay, um, let's see here uh, about Rangers, uh, Rangers and Penguins. Who do you like? Uh, Penguins don't have their number one goaltender in Tristan Jari. Uh, Igor Shesterkin, he's got a lot to prove for the Rangers in the playoffs, but he should win the Vesna, meaning the best goaltender in the NHL. Uh, Rangers, just a slight edge. This could be another one that goes a little mm-hmm. bit further than people expect, but uh, it should be the Rangers, say, Rangers in six games, because it's if I've learned anything, you don't bet against, you don't bet against Tom Brady in football. I don't bet <laughs> against a guy like Sidney Crosby in hockey who has led the Pens for a decade plus. So he'll find a way to squeeze out a couple of wins for Pittsburgh. I just think the Rangers have a little bit too much. All right, uh, just give me the winners out west right now. Calgary, Dallas, who you got? Calgary. Okay, Edmonton, uh, L.A. Kings. Uh, I would have told you Edmonton after last night, before last night, but after, I think the Kings might pull the upset. Okay, Uh, Colorado, Nashville. Colorado in, uh, can you wrap up a, a best of seven sooner than four games? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Minnesota, St. Louis. <laughs> I'm going to give St. Louis the uh, the series in this one, but that's going to be a heck of a series to watch. Okay. What do the Canes have to do tomorrow night to not have a letdown in your mind? I just play the exact same game they played all year. Uh, they, they don't have to do anything fancy, Patrick. You know, everybody keeps asking, you know, the playoffs ratchet up or, you got to do this different or that different. They don't have to. Just play the same game that they played all year, and they should be fine. All right. Great stuff. Great to talk to you. I appreciate it. Uh, as this run goes, we're going to bug you from time to time. So uh, thanks for, for working this out today with us. I know it's been a busy day, and uh, always enjoy your work. And give our best to Trip Tracy as well, please. I know he's going through some things right now, and uh, we wish him the very best. Oh, thanks for saying that, Patrick. I definitely, I definitely will. He appreciates uh, the, the thoughts, and I will pass that along. And uh, anytime you have me on, uh, or you need me to come on, just let me know, and uh, let Henry know that I say hi. And we've got to do lunch sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good to talk to you. Thank you, man. Take care. You got it. Take care, Patrick. All right, there he goes, Mike Maniscalco, priceless guy. I mean, just one of the best uh, people, but uh, a real pro too. All right, we're going to come back and we'll uh, wrap things up on this uh, Tuesday, Patrick Johnson show. Get you set for uh, some things we got planned for the rest of the week. So, uh, stay with us. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed.
Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about Wilson Rose Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rose is an authorized train dealer, specializes in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for 0% financing options up to 60 months on qualifying equipment. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes in Greenville. You'll be comfortable in no time. Inner Banks Media's concert on the common season. This is incredible. Continues. Enjoy live music with your friends and family, along with adult beverages and great food on Greenville's Town Common. Are you ready? The next band to hit the stage at the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater is the Chicago Tribute Band, Chicago Rewired, May 12. This year will also feature music from The Embers, featuring Craig Woolard, The Ultimate Eagles Tribute Band, On the Border, and the Journey Tribute Band, Trial by Fire. All the details at ConcertOnTheCommon.org. Special thanks to the City of Greenville and the Junior League of Greenville. Concert on the Common is sponsored by Hit Greenville Airport, Town Bank, Polly Pylon, State Farm Insurance, Bud Light, Victra, Greenville Toyota, SCA Collections, Sawyer's Fun Park, Suddenly, Greenville Utilities, The Air Doctor, ECU Health, The Richie and Inner Banks Media. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. It alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-914-2037. 800-914-2037. That's 800-914-2037. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. So, uh, just kind of scanning some social media before things uh, wrap up here. And on the uh, ECU Baseball Facebook page. Philip, have you availed yourself of that uh, page yet? I'm on it still, but I haven't looked at it recently. Oh, some of those people are out there. Well... I saw an article that was published, and I thought at first it was one of those, you know, kind of like a fake newsy kind of thing, you know, a clickbait story. Yeah. The title is ECU Baseball Coach Relieved of Duties. I thought, oh, my God. But I said, that's got to be clickbait. But then I looked, and the picture shows a guy, and he's not in any kind of, you know, East Carolina colors. But it's East Central University. <laughs> Hey From man, we're, we're 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 East Central University now. We've well, we're Eastern wait. Carolina. We're all kinds of right. Stuff. I was gonna say we've been called uh, worse. Uh, East Central University and their head baseball coach Lloyd Gage uh, will not return to the uh, helm of the Tigers. There you go. 
And uh, it's just funny reading the comments on that. It's kind of crazy. Uh, it is uh, It is really kind of uh, amusing. Uh, really good to have Mike Maniscalco on. He's, uh, he's fabulous. Just a good guy. Did radio for a number of years. He gets it. And look, he had a lot to do today. We tried to... Uh, we wanted to accommodate his time, you know, and we said, if you can do it in the, in the five hour with us live, great. But I mean, if you, we need to record it earlier, we'll do whatever you need to do. And we thought we were going to have to record it earlier, but he had some duties today. I mean, he's got a lot on his plate with the uh, simulcast that they do and uh, just calling a playoff series. But, uh, you know, was engaged and does a great job there. And we really appreciate having him on and we'll get him back on. Uh, we'll get Adam Gold on too. Of course, you can hear Adam from noon to three here. Uh, every uh, weekday on 94.3 The Game, but we'll get Adam on at some point. Uh, we've got a new show email. We're going to start promoting this, but you can email the show now, pjshow at 943thegame.com. How about that? pjshow at 943thegame.com. Get ready, Philip. We're going to, when we start getting the emails pouring in, oh, there'll be some stuff said. Oh, I'm uh, sure big, there will be. <laughs> big thanks to Mike Maniscalco today. Uh, we got Brian Mould tomorrow. I'll be back Thursday as well. Uh, double do, uh, double duty this week. I'll be hosting Talk of the Town Thursday and this show Thursday and then Friday uh, on the TOT. But uh, Philip and Ben will be in on uh, Friday because I've got TV uh, on uh, Friday evening. So uh, we'll be uh, back with you uh, tomorrow talking everything you uh, need to know, Pirate Nation and beyond. Thanks to the ref, Philip Pilkington. Little Chicago going to the final break here. See you tomorrow. Having repairs done in your apartment should never come with strings attached, like being harassed and constantly pressured for sexual favors. My leaky faucet turned into the maintenance man asking, when are we going to get to know each other better? I needed my air conditioner fixed, but my building manager repeatedly kept coming into my...